If you are listening, welcome again this week to the Aggregate Score. I am joined with my main man, my bro, my guy. Ayot, how you doing, bro? I'm good. I'm good. These intros are getting sick, you know. We have to... <laughs> I know. Still, I, you know, what? I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of it because a part of me this week was like, you know what, hype up the intro, but we need some kind of theme tune or something, you know, something mm-hmm. that will. But we'll, we'll get there anyway. If we'll guys, if you're listening, if someone like. Hits my DMs or hits our DMs like, oh, I got something. Just let us know because we're welcome to ideas. But um, how you been doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. I can't complain. It's been a it's been a good week. How you been? Yeah, I've been good, man. You know, it is like, I think this like this period of January. I always like January anyway, but I always just get excited because there's just as as we keep saying like loads of sport, getting closer and closer to the Super Bowl. I mean, and then now obviously we're in a condensed year where like. Games have to come in thick and fast, obviously, because of because of the coronavirus. So um, without further ado, we are going to jump in and talk about um, the playoffs this this weekend. It was the, I want to say it was the divisional round, right? Yeah, the divisional yep, round, divisional both in the AFC yeah. and the NFC. If you guys have been, you know, tuning in or finding out to see how your teams are doing, you know, it ended up being that on the, the Saturday evening, it was the Green Bay Packers that beat the Rams. And then the Buffalo Bills... He beat the he beat the Ravens. I'm gonna start off with the Packers. That's what I've yep. got my notes on. Can I just say, give a give a round of applause to Aaron Rodgers because he hundred percent, yeah, is, <laughs> mate. I know the official things haven't come out yet, but MVP the guy, the guy's been superb this year. I mean, okay, it, it may it may feel a little bit less because Aaron um, Aaron Donald was was you know injured, but Aaron was Donald yeah. Donald was you. Everyone was coming out from the Rams and saying, "Nah, it's gonna be fine. He's gonna be good." But obviously, affected him. Um, yeah, man, the, uh, the Packers winning obviously 32, 32 18 um, against the the not even just the the NFC, but against the NFL's you know um, ranked ranked defense in terms of points given up. Yeah, but man, it was a it was a great performance. Um, I wouldn't say it was like a Devonte day. It was more a collective performance by not just the offensive weapons, but the offensive line was was brilliant. Um, yeah. Rogers didn't actually get touched at all, whereas Goff got sacked four times in the game. No, mm. man, trying to come in with the stats as I always say. Um, <laughs> what? I, all I'm saying is that man, like it, for me, it was summed up when. Um, Obviously, game started off. Uh, Packers got into the, got into the the around the end zone, you know, and only came away with three points. Um, when they, I can't remember if it was their next time they were in there, but uh, there's the most interesting battle that everyone wanted to see. Obviously, Ramsey against um, Devontae Adams. Yeah, and the Packers call a play, and obviously, you know, Devontae gets free, he gets the touchdown, and you could just see the frustration. Ramsey is going mad at his teammates. Like, yo, guys, why have we not, not got this guy covered? And for me, it was just one where, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm raving because it's my team, but, like, the performance was just so good on both sides of the ball. I'm not saying that, you know, we didn't give up points. Like, the Rams did well and, and, and Goff did very well. I, I thought Yeah, he, his, he looked a lot better because he had, like, a, a finger injury before. Yeah, um, and he he looked a lot better for sure. Yeah, sorry, he did. But now, now, man, I mean, it's one where I was surprised. I really thought the defense would get us, but um, I mean, the running backs, you know, Jamal Williams, 
um, Aaron Jones, and I'm thinking of forgetting about our third running back as well, um, AJ Dillon. Hey, yeah, yeah, mate, pounded that ball up the middle like crazy. Um, mm. <laughs> and yeah, obviously now, you know, it's the it's the divisional game now. What was your takings anyway? I've raved so much. I mean, <laughs> Rogers was he, he threw for two touchdowns, running a touchdown himself. Hit yeah. hard with a 58-yard touchdown. That was mm. nice. I saw that one. Yeah. Mate, nice, nice. And for me, it was... Nice. Sorry, I'm I, I, I'm just excited, man. It's been, a, <laughs> it's, it's been a long time since we even touched, like, um, not even just a, a divisional, you know, for the conference, like, final. Yeah. But the fact that it's going to be in, in, in Green Bay at Lumber. Is at home. This is this is Rogers' first time actually playing in the divisional of the um, the divisional game at home, so it's that's kind of wild. Crazy, but let me. Sort of the championship game at home. What was it? What was it that you liked about the Packers, and what was it that the Rams couldn't do that you felt you know in the, in the whole game? Yeah, so like as you said, it was like it was the best offense because like you guys kind of have the best offense in terms, or one of the best offenses, I'd, I'd yeah. say, versus one of the best defenses. So it was really just a, a battle to see what what would um, who would come up on top, and I think as you said, because Donald went out quite early. <clears throat> it's quite clear that their, their deep defensive line couldn't really like get past your O line. Yeah, which is why Rogers wasn't sacked once. And that, once once he has time in the pocket, and Devontae's got time to run his routes, and pe- pe- other people were stepping up, like um, Valdez Scantley and and Alan, Alan Lazard as well. Oh, yeah. as well, so it just it was just always going to be that you guys would come up on top if your offense could beat their defense. Because I don't I don't really see much happening from Goff's yeah. side, especially because I thought Goff yeah. still had his finger issue. Yeah, Luckily, he had he had like a glove on this game, so he was throwing a bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, and they looked, they looked okay. They looked yeah, like they were going to be on a, on a few passes, but it was always going to be you guys in the end. I think that was going to come up on top in that match. So it made sense that you guys won. Um, but yeah, as you said, the the battle was the big one. Was obviously was Jalen Ramsey versus Devontae Adams, who was going to come out on top. Adams had a, a couple of chances where he where he like went past uh, Ramsey. You could see Ramsey get a bit frustrated. They had to get separated at one point because they were getting into it. Yeah, he got really yeah, heated yeah. as you do when it's the when it's the corner versus what's the top receiver. So. That was good to see. Like, I think it's it's clear that Adams is probably, is, in my opinion, I think he's the best wide receiver in, in football right now. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, and, and, like, he's with, like, well, arguably the MVP, but I think he's probably going to be MVP in in Rodgers. So, it's just all clicking in the right places for yeah. you guys at the moment, offensively, for sure. Yeah. And even defensively, you weren't that bad. I, I don't think you had the best defense, but, like, in this game in particular, they showed up. So, yeah, got a couple of sacks in there as well. So, that made sense. So, yeah, no, I think all in all, the best team actually won and came out of it ahead. Yeah, definitely. I mean, as I always say, that's going to be become my favourite saying, like hitting you up with the stats. But um, Donald actually played 39 of 72 snaps. So that's 54.2%, which mm. is well below average in terms of, you know, snaps that he's used to playing. And yeah. in, this, in the whole season, the Rams defence have only given up uh, 300 yards, uh, plus 300 yards six times this season. And they gave up 484 last Saturday. So yeah. it's one where you can just see that, you know, Rogers is just in a in a fantastic place. It's going to be interesting to see him, hoping we, we obviously go all the way to the Super Bowl. But, you know, it, it was Tampa that progressed against um, against the Saints. And, yeah. and we'll get into that in a little bit. But, um, yeah, man, just um interesting one there. And, like... Moving on forward, guys, there's not much to say, obviously, the brilliance of Aaron Rodgers, but with the Buffalo Bills and the and the and the Ravens, do you know what it is? Yeah. I know this Bulls team is good. I know Allen is 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 special, but I just yeah. keep thinking, I'm like Lamar, I know there's there's more to you, there's more like 
this is just a setback, but it's another kind of thing where people are probably going to jump on him and go, look, you couldn't do it again sort of thing. Like, mm. did you manage to see the game? I only saw bits of this particular game on, on the Saturday. I didn't get to see the whole game. But obviously, yeah. you know, the Bills progress. Kind of low scoring game, like it was, they were just they were sort of like going back and forth a little bit, mm-hmm. and like none, none of them could score, like even like field goals at, at one point. It was looking, yeah, a bit, it was a bit yeah. Shoddy, but but um, yeah, in the end, I guess what, what it was was the Ravens' offense just really couldn't, they like none of, none of the receivers were getting past any of the secondary of, of, of the Bills, um, and like for that reason, like Lamar kind of struggled throwing wise. Um, and then rushing, he wasn't really doing that much rushing wise either, which is what I thought they'd have an advantage in because I saw the rush game against the um, against um, who they played the last round. Um, um, oh gosh, Titans against the Titans. Yeah, their yeah. rush game against the Titans was good, and they like some of their players were really stepping up. But this game, they didn't really make like make an impact. So yeah, it kind of resulted in in the Bills doing what they do, which is like Josh Allen throwing these these long passes to Stefan Diggs, and it made sense, and they connected, and they scored again. When those two score, they they're gonna win because like their defense is is doing okay to stop the the other the opposition team. So yeah, yeah, it was um it was an interesting one to see Josh Allen versus Lamar again, as in those two quarterbacks from the same draft. Um, to see who's gonna come up on top in this one. Um, in this case, yeah, it was it was Josh Allen. He's having a great year as well. Yeah, really. Good, Arguably yeah. second, third for MVP if he wasn't if it wasn't for Rogers just having an amazing season as well. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So he'd be in the mix as well. So yeah, they had they had a good game. The Bills. I think the Bills are they're an interesting prospect against the Chiefs because the Chiefs. We'll, we'll get into the Chiefs game, I'm sure, against the Browns. But if the Bills play kind of similarly how they did against the against the um, the Ravens, I could see them like maybe sneaking away with something just at the end, depending on how... We have to talk about at least as well if the Chiefs even have, like, Mahomes for the next game because of the concussion That's protocol. True, so we'll that, see. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but, just... Yeah. I think you touched it as well, and it was something that... I'm not sure if I can get it word for word for what, what Marquise Brown was saying, you know, that in terms of running the ball, yeah, that's all great, but obviously passing-wise, that definitely needs to improve more. You've got to have, you know... um each part of the game he was kind of referring to passing wise and rushing wise needs to be balanced in order mm-hmm. for you to have a, a um, like a firing offense. And I feel like Lamar still needs to improve in that. And I think he definitely will. And it's not to say that, you know, they should stop because he's a fantastic, fantastic quarterback. Yeah. But um, it's one where the Packers didn't have the same problem, but similar, you know, for years, Devontae Adams seems to be, and um, Jordy Nelson, when Jordy Nelson was with us as well, seemed to be like yeah. the only guys that like Rogers could kind of lean on. But then when Aaron Jones kind of came in, there was that, you know, there's another bow. It kind of balanced things off. Rogers doesn't have to do it himself. You know, Aaron, Aaron Jones can run the ball. He can get a hundred plus yard games. So it gives you like another sort of like another weapon, but balances your offense, if that makes sense. And definitely, I think, yeah. I think definitely that's something that, um, the Ravens will fall, especially just to come away from the game with just three points. It was shocking. Like they couldn't, they just couldn't. Well, even, even when they got near the end zone, they couldn't capitalize and couldn't score. So it was hard to watch. I do think he needs a bit of help, um, Lamar, in terms of like his his O line, maybe. Because yeah. he's constantly either like the snaps to him were either too low, so you have to like reach down and get it. He then have to adjust. There was one time it went like all the way behind him. He had to get the ball on the fly mm-hmm. to make a, a move and turn around the defense. They're lucky he's as good as he is because I think they he, they'd get exposed if he wasn't as good as he is. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. So it's oh, got sound coming in there. So <laughs> had had sound coming in. Can you still hear me? I can. Yes. Okay. Cool. Hold on one second. Hold on one second, guys. 
just trying to find out where this sound kind of came from. Oh, we back, we back, we back. Can you hear me now? Yep. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I had like some had some NFL coming in the background there. Yeah, do you know what? When the NFL, when you open it on open the tab on NFL.com, it just starts playing music. Or not music, yeah, it starts playing the video. See, I've got a tab open. I've got myself. Yeah, it happened to me last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So sorry guys if you kind of heard that, but hey, you get a little bit, get a little bit of background noise there still. I wanted us to jump in, you know, to the AFC. That Chiefs Browns game. Do you know what? Yeah, I was. I know it sounds a bit harsh, but I was kind of rooting for the Browns. I was like, Rob. So was I. Yeah. I'm thinking, Rob, maybe everything's going. Mahomes went down. You know, it looked like he kind of got up, but it was a bit groggy. So obviously, concussion kind of thing. They take him out of the game and obviously have their backup, you know, Chad. Chad come in. But um, credit to the Chiefs and credit to Chad because he made a play that I thought, Raw, like to 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 go on that kind of run in the in the you know the circumstances that they had. Yeah, and I think he. I'm not sure if he he just got to the line or was just a little bit. He was short. just short, like so. Yeah, so I think they were like third and third and sixteen or something like that. Something like that. He, and he had to they... make it. He had to get there just to to solidify the game, and he just made this crazy run that just didn't make any sense. But he was just short, unfortunately. But it would if he had made it, iconic play. Yeah, but, uh, even, but I, even the play after that, crazy, crazy. Do you get what I mean? And I, I kind of thought, okay, you know, uh, the Chiefs didn't start obviously well. Um, the, the, no, the Chiefs did start decent. That I mean, what I meant to say is that the Browns didn't start well because obviously, mm. you know, there was a there was a fumble, and then just being thirteen three, I thought, ah, oh, Mahomes might kind of run with it, and then it swung kind of back in their favor, and so I was like, oh, okay, you know what, like. It's it's nineteen ten. Maybe this is possible. Like mm. he might kind of come back and just the Chiefs' defense managed to hold. And yeah, obviously this is what champions do. Sometimes you got what we got to win a little bit ugly. Like it, it, it's not. It's sometimes you don't have to make it look well. Just get just get past it. But yeah, that Brown side is a good side. I I cannot lie in terms of the weapons they have. Baker's actually stepped up very, very well. And even the last couple of games of the season, they were performing well anyway. So for them yeah. to, to, no one really thought they'd beat the Steelers. They beat the Steelers. They come up against the Chiefs. And to be honest, if one or two things go their way. They might win the game, yeah. They might win the game. So I feel for the, for the Browns, they're probably look, looking at it like, we kind of let the Chiefs win. Because they were within touching distance. There was time still on the clock in the in the fourth quarter. But um yeah, the, the the Chiefs get it done. I mean, now the main question is not even about the game now. It's will Mahomes be available for next week? Yeah. Will he be available? <laughs> because I, I'm telling you, if he's not available, they're not winning, they're not winning game. this game. They, they're keeping it close, <laughs> maybe they're not winning this game. If he's not at least taking I don't care. He's not taking like fifty percent of the snaps. Some form. If he's not on the field, I'm sorry. This Bills team is, is you know, they getting that victory. So I yeah. mean, what what are you seeing from it? Do you think he's going to be available? Have you heard any kind of news coming out that he'll be okay? Because obviously, concussion is a major thing, and it's not one of these yeah. things like you can maybe give a player an injection. He's got to be. He's got to be certified by the doctor. Yeah, he's got to pass the protocol. Yeah. Um, I'm in the same boat as you. I think if he doesn't play that, I don't, I don't see them winning this game because their run game isn't good enough. Like, they don't have their rookie, um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. He's not, he's, he's injured right now. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell's not, not the same guy he used to be. And and I think Damian Williams, their other running back, he's not as good as, as even not, not as even as good as um, Clyde either. So, 
they would struggle with their running game alone. I think they need they need Mahomes back to win this game because their offense is when Mahomes is ticking and Travis Kelsey's there doing his thing Ooh. and and um and Tyreek Hill's there doing their thing and even the other wide receivers are performing as well. That offense is unstoppable. So they need they need Mahomes to win this game against the Bulls for sure. But against the against the Browns, it was it was as you said it was touch and go. The Browns got done dirty, I think, by there was a particular call where um one of their players was running, I think it was was it Chubb? No, not Chubb. Um, Higgins, one of their wide receivers, got the ball. From a, a good Baker played really well as well. A good mm-hmm. Baker pass to Higgins. He was running towards the end zone, stretching towards the pylon to get it in. Um, and I think one of the Sorensen, one of the um, the Chiefs defenders, sort of like targeted him with his helmet, basically. Hit him with the oh, helmet. Oh, yeah. Forcing that fumble. Went forward past, yeah, forcing the fumble. Went past the end zone. It, it, was, it was a touchback. So that was unfortunate, um, an unfortunate thing. I think the ref, ref should have seen that again and maybe like done a penalty towards the Chiefs because it was kind of like a foul play but it's unfortunate as you said if things had gone their way the Browns could have won that game because it was close and especially like that third fourth quarter was very interesting to watch because it was very close at that point very very close I mean yeah I, I still feel like the, the the Browns will be feeling you know missed opportunity here and it is it's a sad one uh, mm-hmm. the Chiefs that's the thing don't get me wrong they're amazing but I don't think they've been clicking as as everyone thought they would be at this time of the year. Mm. I still feel like, yeah, Mahomes is, is great. And because of that greatness, it's that similar to the Packers. If he can be that all-time great, it will be enough for the team. Like, you know, he's got the weapons as well. So it's not a problem. It's just sometimes on other sides of the football, especially on that defense and in terms of their, their running game as well. But um, credit, credit where credit is due. This is what champions do. Sometimes you've got to grind out this game, the grind out these yeah. sort of games. And um, yeah, the Chiefs, there was a little bit of luck, but obviously through now to the to the conference finals, you know. Anyway, moving swiftly, doing a bit of a swift one today, but just want us to hit each one nice and punchy. That's this is hard. the game, you know. We I don't want to say it's like the, the game against two granddads, but you know, two guys over 40 going at yeah. it. You know, you got the Bucks with Tom Brady, you got Drew Brees with the Saints. Um do you know what? Did I think the Bucks would? I did maybe think a little bit, and obviously they win the game 30-20. But, you know, it's, it's about these days. You've got to be careful when you're throwing these interceptions, you know? You've got to That's be what it very is, yeah. careful, man. <laughs> and obviously it feels like Drew Brees doesn't have that same throwing ability. Obviously, you know, Father Time has kind of caught up, caught up with him a little bit. And it's a bit sad because, you know, the rumours are that this that potentially could have been his last game. You know, and I think in terms of, we're going to talk about one last topic when we finished um, about the playoff games with uh, with uh, an interesting quarterback dilemma with Deshaun Watson and if he will leave yeah. Texas. But we're going to get to that in a little bit. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, what, what do you think it is about this Buck side? Because obviously, as we mentioned last week, loaded and loaded and loaded with with weapons upon weapons. weapons, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? But um, that defense isn't too shabby as well. They they did okay, yeah. There's a couple, especially with the interceptions in, the, in that fourth quarter. They just like just terrorized Drew Brees. He had no, he had no chance. And that was kind of the that was kind of the story of the game. It was like it was neck and neck, field goals and field goals were going. They were trading field goals for the longs, maybe for the first three quarters. Ooh, yeah. Um, they get get to the fourth, and the, the Saints are winning at one point. 
Um, and you're thinking to yourself, can can Brady do this? Um, and Breeze just starts throwing interceptions, and it's like, okay, well, if he's going to give him the game, of course Brady's going to capitalize. Um, I think the Bucks didn't have Antonio Brown for a couple couple snaps as well because he was he had like a, a leg thing he was dealing with. Mm. Um, but Mike Evans was still doing what he does. Chris Godwin was still performing. Gronk has been like a surprise, like a real, a real good performer for them from the tight end position as well. Yeah, he has been. Um, yeah, and they've, they've got other tight ends as well as so they were performing. So yeah, they 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 got it done. I think the Bucks are. Uh, interesting prospect because of their options on offense defensively mm. they're not the strongest team um but on their day they can be quite good like they were against the saints um so we'll see which which bucks defense shows up against you guys to be honest because if the one that shows up like, the couple times during the regular season where they just got blown out especially in the secondary um, then it could be with yeah and with you with your you know with your wide receivers like it's going to be a, a massacre if, if they're if they're not on their game so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in your game. But I think against against the Saints, it was it was tough to see Drew Brees go out like that because he's one of the goats. But, yeah, um, man, he, but just, was... he just didn't look like himself. He looked like he just looked a bit old. He looks a bit like, and he's you know he's still coming off the. He had like a rib thing and yeah and stuff like that. And so stuff. so he, yeah, he's still coming off injuries. So he even tried just to even perform, and his team weren't really like obviously their run game with Kamara is amazing. Yeah. But um, wide receiver wise, Michael Thomas hasn't Michael been the same Thomas this year. Michael Thomas was all. not mate. It was non-existent. I don't think he got, did he get a single catch. No, he, I'm I'm just even going on it with my um, the notes on um, the NFL website. It just says mm. the highly paid wideout didn't record a single catch on four not targets. A single catch, which is poor. That is <laughs> so... poor, but you, you like you and like he is. Don't get me wrong, because that like, if we're talking this about maybe a year and a half or. Uh, a bit more than that. He was the guy, man. This Everyone guy was saying was he was the best in the league, yeah. In the league. And then, like, now, do you know what it is? It, it's a shame that, obviously, th- this kind of thing sort of happened. You, As you described the game, I think the defences were on top at the beginning. I love, like, the trick the trick play that, um, obviously, James, the Saints yeah. called with um, with James Winston. James Winston, which was which was very very nice um, against his former team as well, so that was especially special for him. I know for him it was like probably like yeah, but then oh crap, yeah. left again. But um, yeah, like what was it like the run game? Do you know what? even with the 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 Bucks, it's not the the ultimate best. I think obviously mm. everyone knows it's no no hidden secret that their receiving core, wide receivers, and um, are you know their cream of the crop, you know. They got some 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 dynamic and excellent wide receivers, if not some of the best in the game. Mm. So um, it will be interesting to see how they go against um, the Packers. But for me, it was like when I was hearing what the pundits were saying before the pundits or the guys talking about the game before were saying, "Look, you you want to stop this Bucks offense? Get out, of Brady. You make it difficult for him to breathe in that pocket. Yeah. You if you try and make him to start moving, he's not got the feet like." a Rodgers or, you know, a Mike Vick of old or Lamar Jackson or, you know, Deshaun Watson. He doesn't have that sort of... So he will be under immense pressure if, you know, the the Packers could blitz him quite well. But yeah, man, it it pains me to see see Drew Brees go out. I mean, I remember when he won that, um, that Super Bowl, that time, you know, New Orleans were going through... A difficult time because of you know the hurricane and everything hurricane that can happen, yeah. And you know that win kind of like just just not just rallied them as a as a franchise, but even them as like an as an area or a community, it was wonderful to see, you know. And then mm. for it to kind of end now, I'm I'm hoping he's still got one more season in him. I don't know because to be fair, the the, the Saints might be thinking to themselves, you know what, we might need to be looking for his successor. We might have to 
have to look around or, mm-hmm. or, or draft in, do you know what I'm saying? So some people in the organization already think that their success his success is probably in the building right now. They think that James is Jameis is there at the moment. They got Taysom Hill as a backup as well. Okay. Um, and they like they like both of them, but they don't obviously they're not superstar quarterbacks, but they both could like they could do a job if they had to. Um but yeah, no, it's unfortunate to see Breeze go down the way he went down in that game in particular. Like, there's even videos of him leaving the stadium and you can see him like looking back one last time as he left the ground. And you're just like, rah, oh. yeah, this guy this guy knows it's the last time. It might be it might be it might be it for him. But um, yeah, we'll see what the what the Saints do. I think they're a they're a team that's like prime to. They've always got a good run game because of Kamara. Um, if Michael Thomas is back next season, they'll have a good wide receiver core. Their defense is really good. If they get a, a semi decent quarterback in, like yeah. a if yeah, like a, if, even if Jameis is is good for them ish, yeah, they'll be okay in their division. So we'll see next year what happens with them. But I think against you guys. Um, sorry, not against you guys, but um, with the Bucks against you guys, you're, you're right, definitely. If, if you guys can collapse the pocket against um, against Brady, then he'll struggle to get to get his other other people involved. What was good to see from Brady this week, though, was that he, I guess, realized that his his passing wasn't what was wasn't what was going to get getting the win. Yeah, and so sure. he went to the run game a little bit, and they went to Leonard Fournette for a bit more time, Ronald Jones a few more times, and those guys mm-hmm. had a better, better good game. So we'll see. I think that that team is quite stacked offensively, so we'll see how they go against you guys for sure. Yeah, definitely. Things are hotting up for the Super Bowl. I mean, just excited, man. Excited, excited for these conference, for these conference finals games. Um, and um, not even, not even going to ask who you think. But yeah, let's throw that question before we come to the last question in terms of the NFL. But who do you think now is well equipped to to win the Super Bowl? Like to win it all. To win it all. Um... So of, of the four teams, like mm-hmm. I think everyone has a chance. I do think it's not as like concrete as maybe was last year's one quite quite simple for the Chiefs. I can't remember, but it's this one. I saw this one was a bit more open. I think the Chiefs and the Bills are going to be a close game. Mm-hmm. I do think the Chiefs will win it in the end, especially if Mahomes is playing for sure. Yeah, then like they'll definitely come out on top. The Bucks against the Packers. I have no idea who's going to win that game. I I think the Packers will win it just because I, I think your your offense is. It's just clicking at the moment, and you have this this momentum, I guess, going into the game. Yeah. But the Bucks are, have been playing really well. They end the well. season quite well as well. So that will be very interesting seeing. I, I never, as I said, I never discount Brady because, like, that man's the goat. So hey, <laughs> rings upon rings. Yeah. So he does what he wants sometimes. Um. So we'll see how that goes. I think at the moment, if I had to pick someone to win it out of everyone, I think it's the Chiefs at the moment. Just for me, mm. I think they just have their weapons offensively. Uh, are just uh, just too good. Yeah, and I think that... even their defense can perform as well on, on their day as well. So, yeah, and and the coach and the play calling, all of it, just sort of it's all clicking for them at the, at the right time. So again, man, to my pick moment. Again, I agree with you there. I would say my head says the Chiefs, my heart says the Packers. I feel like yeah. <laughs> we will get over the butts because like people are people are like not giving credit where Lambo's involved. You know. Yeah, especially it if it like if the there. weather's yeah, as you said, like the just now with the weather, if it's cold and it, maybe it snows a little bit, you guys I are mean, used to playing that weather and like a couple of weeks back, I saw us against the Titans and mate, that was the biggest shock for me this season anyway. To just the way we Henry still, you know, got his yards, but he, he wasn't as effective and that that shocked me. But um yeah, man, it's gonna be interesting. I, I just love everything Super Bowl field now. I'm even like guys just going a little bit off topic, man's even gonna do a little Little kind of special like menu for the menu for the Super Bowl. Get some of those chicken wings, you know. <laughs> Obviously, we're all in lockdown now, so you can't you can't be enjoying it somewhere, which would have yeah. been fun. But um, yeah, Super Bowl party. definitely. Anyway, 
last question, and it's the one that I've been, you know, trying to find the info on. Deshaun Watson, you know, over the last couple of weeks, seeming very, very unhappy with what's going yeah. on in um, with the franchise, obviously with the Texans. Um, yeah, it looks like that. I mean, obviously, it looks like a lot of people want to be leaving Houston, <laughs> not just in American right. football. Just- <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We'll get to that in a bit as well. But um, yes, you know what? I, I like the idea of him going to Miami. I think, you know, their organisation looks like they would be ready to receive him. Although, you know, there's other teams that could offer good packages for him. Um, in your mind, do you feel like he has to leave the Texas now? Could the could the relationship be like re like, you know, how can I say be like, you know, reworked out or repaired and stuff, yeah. yeah. Yeah, can it be repaired? That's a that's the best word. I think it for me it depends on because they're they're still looking for a head coach. So for me, I think yeah. it depends on who they hire as a head coach. If they bring someone in that he respects then potentially it can be repaired. But at the moment, the way with all indications at the moment is that he's tired of the place. And and at the moment, there's some, I think there was a report a couple of days ago, that he was, he's not even picking up their calls right now. So they're calling him and he's not picking up. Wow. So there's that as well. But I think, I don't I don't personally think he's going to stay. I think he might have played his last snap for the, for the Houston, for the Houston Texans, Texans. I think he's out of there. Um, where, he, where's, where he lands weirdly enough he's got one of those contracts where he can really dict- dictate where he goes mm. because he's got a no trade clause that he can he can veto any any sort of trade to try and do for him so say they want to trade him to I don't know a trash team like the Jets for example <laughs> um, and he's like no I don't want to play for the Jets they, they can't accept the trade so he's got full power where he goes mm. um, which is quite bizarre in the NFL because you tend to see that more in the NF- NBA not the NFL so that's kind of different for him um, and I think really he's got all the, all the control and all the power really um, not only with it in terms of where he goes because of the trade clause, but um, also because he's like his contract is quite is quite hefty as well. And it's quite a lot of guaranteed money. So we'll see what happens. I think there's a couple of teams who have a lot of cat space that could that could take on mm-hmm. on his um his services right now. One being like there was an interesting talk about about the Jets because they got a second overall pick. Yeah, potentially trade that and some other pieces get Deshaun would be good. But obviously, like they're a trash team. I don't he want. I don't think he want to play there. Miami have yeah. pieces. They've got some cap space, um, and they're an organization that looks like they're on the they're on the, on the rise. Like they got black GM, black head coach. That's something he'd he'd like, I'm sure. Yeah, I think he. Um, that's why I feel like that's a very interesting one for him. For him, for sure. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I really the only thing I think every team besides maybe the Chiefs, the Seahawks, you guys, um, maybe the Bucks. There's only a few teams I don't think should be calling his number right now. The Chargers, for example, they got a good young quarterback. Mm-hmm. But every team should be like, who's the mod you want for? for yeah, exactly. You should be looking because I feel that good. <laughs> he's that good. Yeah, man, he could. And then with a good set of like players and the right people around him, I think he could really elevate. So, mm. yeah, you're right. I feel like the writing is on the wall. I think they will have to kind of move him. And what we're learning, you know, not just in, maybe not we're just learning is that, you know, man, sometimes you don't want to keep disheartened players. It's better to to trade them, see what you can get and try to get them the maximum worth out of them if possible. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I'm, I mean, throwing a little dark horse one in there, just saying the Patriots might be looking for someone next season. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And if you, if you look at their team and you think like what they've done with lesser pieces in terms of wide receivers and stuff, they don't have the greatest of options, but like if he was to go there, could he be useful for that team? hundred percent. So like, yeah, there's a lot of teams that could, that could be in the mix for him. I think, 
there's a there's a wider discussion around like the whole the NFL because the NFL has always kind of been like a team first sport, mm-hmm. whereas I feel like the NBA is kind of like the players first, and it's like the players are kind of the ones that run and control everything. So that's kind of the way that the Houston Texans have been run for years. Um, and even like you find that their former players, former legends are saying uh, sort of like advising like um, Deshaun that he should maybe like just move on because the team is known for wasting talent of, of, of quality players. So I think it's a, uh, it's a it's a bizarre thing when you look at like a player who's in his prime, basically. Um, and like, I don't know why you wouldn't involve him in the conversations when you're hiring a GM because it just doesn't make sense because he's obviously your star player. Um, and if you look at their organization for the last like two years, they obviously lost one of the best wide receivers in the league in Deshaun Hopkins. They actually traded him for like shocking, shocking, a Big Mac shocking. and two fries or whatever. Like they, they got you know nothing for him basically. Oh my gosh! Um, and another going to lose Deshaun Jackson potentially. Oh, Deshaun <laughs> Watson potentially. So, so yeah, it's a it's a shame for that organization for sure. They're going to have to rebuild like from the start, from the start. Unless they get a good yeah. quarterback in return or a good draft pick, maybe then they can pick some of the next draft. Who knows? But. I do think he's out of there. And I, I think he likes the prospect of Miami, as I said, because of the whole black court, uh, black head coach, black mm, GM. GM. And just like, it's an it's organization that looks like they're interested in diversity. Obviously, it's Miami as well. Who doesn't want to be in Miami Beach right Jeez, now? Like, yeah, you so. know what I'm saying? <laughs> I get myself there. Exactly. Nah, points, points taken, points taken. Finally enough, talking about, about Houston and, and switching it from, um, from American football to... The NBA. It was a massive week. Now, usually, I, I've I've been looking at games, watching games, doing stuff. But I, I changed. Yeah. I flipped the script this week. I said, Nah, this week is gonna be all about super teams. Now, obviously, <laughs> it was announced. I believe, if not, either you know, um, Harden played a, a very interesting. I don't want to say trick or move. He'd already been gunning to to be wanting to be traded. Uh, came in yeah. in the in his last game. Um, for the Houston Rockets, and 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 um, best way to describe it, a lot of people said on YouTube, looked like the guy had just come from the buffet line. Man, yeah, yeah, he looked very weighty. <laughs> he kind of weighty. Um, still had seventeen points for the night. Yeah, um, coming out telling telling uh, the you know reporters that you know he's done all he can can do in Houston. He's given it his all. Um, I'll throw in a little few couple things as well. What Shaq said. On TNT, Shaq was like, look, you asked for CP3, we gave him to you. We gave him to you. <laughs> you asked for Russ, your, your, your boy, we gave him to you. Yeah. You know, you asked for Dwight Howard, we gave him to you. Trust. We gave yeah. you what you wanted and, and still it wasn't enough. Now, okay, you're coming out, you know, saying it's this and that. And I like what um I think it was Wall, um, you know, his other teammate was saying, look, like, how are you going to be complaining after nine games? Mm, Only yeah, nine games. especially they're a new team as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And you know, there've been rumors that the, like he's not seen eye tie with some of the other players, even through apparently um, a basketball at one of the rookies. So mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously tensions are high. Yeah. Then it gets reported, and obviously just gonna gonna read through what each what each team received if I can. But um, you know, the the Rockets traded Harden and a two hundred and no, 200, sorry, 2023 second round pick. They got um, Oladipo, Exum, Karukas, and four first rounders. And uh, the Pacers got Levert. Um, the Cavaliers um, got Allen. Um, and, you know, we have the birth of another super team. That's it, which yeah. offensively is... A crazy, crazy juggernaut. Like, you know, 
people have been talking, is it, will it, will it not, will it? It has happened now. You've now mm. got a team that has Kyrie, KD, and James Harden. James I mean, Harden. in James Harden, you've got a brother, as you know, um, Stephen A will say, for the last three years, has averaged 30. 30! On any Every, given yeah. night, he could... Any given night. And yeah. it's not even just 30. <laughs> like, he could just be like, you know what, I'm in the mood. Let me just chuck in a 50. This guy can go crazy. The guy yeah. is shooting-wise, like, one of the best shooters. I, I mean, I would say that Curry's in his own kind of sphere because that guy can shoot from anywhere. But Harden, in terms of scoring points, getting yeah, to the free throw line, this guy has it all. Now, you now join him to the Nets. And I love what Shaq said. And I'm, I'm going to ask you the same question. Is it championship or bust for this Brooklyn, for this Brooklyn Nets team? This season, 100% is championship or bust. It's, it's championship or bust in terms of it being a failure straight away. Because mm. with time, obviously, they might they might get back in the mix next year as well. But this year, they're, they're all in this year because they obviously now, especially because they've mortgaged all their future in terms of like draft picks. Ooh, draft stuff. picks, oh God. On, on, and this isn't the first time this organization has done that. Remember, they, remember that time they traded for like, um for uh, Chris, uh, not Chris Paul, sorry, um for Russ, Paul Pierce. Yeah. And, and, uh, and um, was it? Oh. Garnett. They traded all their picks to, to Boston. Picks upon picks. <laughs> so they're used to doing that now. But um, yeah, like it's as you said, it's, it's championship bust this year for sure. Um, even when in terms of their squad depth as well, like they gave away a lot of their like their their bench players. players in terms Good of players, like, um, yeah. Jarrett Allen, Torian Prince, Karis Levert. All those guys are gone now. So it's just it's literally the starting five and a couple other pieces like Landry Shamet and those guys on the bench that mm-hmm. have to perform now. Right. And we'll see how it goes. I think it was an interesting, interesting move, like to do it. It's obviously like they, a lot of people had a thought that maybe they did it because they're not sure about Kyrie in terms of like his long term aspirations mm-hmm. for basketball, or just yeah, even in yeah, terms yeah. of short term. Because mm-hmm. at, at that time he wasn't even with the team; he was he was away on personal stuff. So that was part of it. What people were saying, personal but stuff, I think guys, quote unquote, yeah, personal, <laughs> yeah, personal air quotes. <laughs> I was doing asterisks, asterisk marks. Yeah, but there was pictures of, of him or videos of him like with his of, during his sister's birthday without a mask on, like just out here. So. That was an interesting prospect, but I think yeah, it was uh, they, it had to be done for Houston. Unfortunately, I think last week didn't did I say last week that I didn't think he would get traded this year? Yeah, I think he did actually. And then like yeah. and I said the same. I said that last well. week. Yeah, we but then, like two that. days later they play us, Mate. and then like he's in the press conference saying, "Oh, we're not good enough. I've given my all <laughs> to this team," and his teammates are saying that's just straight disrespectful because like we we're here trying, and you're not you're not giving a damn. Not giving nothing. <laughs> looking looking full, like he's just been eating. Helen Pepper, Lemon Pepper wings at the, at the strip club and stuff. <laughs> I'm not playing. So. <laughs> People were vexed. People in Houston were vexed. I think they're really. I think they're glad to get rid of him. Honestly, just yeah, from yeah, a, like a from a behavior healthier, point of view. Yeah, healthier culture, I would say. Oh, 100 percent. Because they brought in Victor Oladipo, who's like just a great culture guy. Yeah, yeah. And he can play with anyone. So he'll play with John Wall and the, in the backcourt, and they'll be a good sort of backcourt. Oh so. yeah, they will be. We'll see how that goes for them. Um, in terms of the paces, they got Karis Levert. Unfortunately, he got he just got um, an MRI revealed that he's got like a, a some sort of blood clot or something in his like mm. a something to do with his leg, I think. So he's got some sort of injury that's going to be out for a little bit now, which is unfortunate. But he's obviously been traded to the to the Pacers. The the Cleveland Cleveland Cavaliers got a little better. They got they've I think they've shored up their center position now for the future. They've got Jerry Allen, very good center. They can build around with other pieces as well. They've got they've got a good backcourt, good young backcourt. Yeah, they Garland do. Garland yeah. and uh, what's his name, Sexton. Sexton so yeah. 
So they'll be good. But yeah, I think the, I think the Nets are, are a super team to be, to be reckoned with. That's, these first two games that we've seen them in, just just with just um, KD and, and oh, Harden, they've been crazy. unreal. Like They've both got like 30 points each game. Harden got a triple-double in the first one. In the first 15 game. assists. Um, and I, and the, as I thought, the players that are around them are going to get better. People like Joe Harris is just going to score for ease of fun because he does it anyway. But yeah, now man, he's going to be wide open because everyone's going to be guarding Kyrie, yeah, like, AD, and... And, and he should be like this. Give me the ball. I'm open. They'll score for fun. Yep. DeAndre Jordan will be there for cheeky alley oops every now and then. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking that way. So like, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to see. As you said, I think it is it is championship plus this season though for sure for them. Mm, definitely. I mean, look, the East is is it's, it was strong anyway, and it's got hella hella stronger. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I think the way that um, that James Harden went about leaving. I didn't like it though as much. I mean, it, it didn't no. get a bit of taste, but I think Houston had to. I don't think they could have stayed there, you know, obviously with the trade deadline. It's not fast approaching, but it, in the near future and him still being there and ruining what semblance they have of a team. Because there's mm-hmm. decent players there. It's not to say that, you know, they're going to win the championship. I don't think they're just there yet. No. Not they're not, but they might even be a playoff team this year. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, they can build on something. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And, it felt like Harden was just like, no, nah, you need to get rid of me, which obviously they did because they were looking at what they could get for him. Um, my main problem is, look, is this, as one of my friends was saying, when you're winning, when you're winning, when you're winning, it's all gravy. Like, yeah. and you're winning in, in, you know, in the season and stuff. When it now gets to the postseason, yeah, and you need to sacrifice to win, are they going to be willing to sacrifice the ball? Because that would be the interesting thing. Kyrie yeah. likes the touch. You know, out of those three, KD is the one that doesn't need to touch and can still yeah. get points. And he's shown that he can sacrifice like he did with the Warriors. Oh, when he went to the Warriors, 100% to get his yeah. to get his two rings. And it was fantastic to see. Like, look, people were getting at him, but bruv, he's, he's a certified NBA winner. So we can't, yeah. we can't get at him for that. Do your thing. But now it's the thing, you know, you've got Kyrie going MIA. You've got James Harden, who for me, feels like, not the best description to use, maybe a ticking time because you don't know. What if he now yeah, goes? I mean, oh. he's happy right now, as you said, ticking time bond. Yeah. Like if he if he gets unhappy the next few weeks, who knows what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? He got like, like oh. I think Kyrie's back now. I think I've just seen a couple of interviews. Yeah, that on, he should on be um, available for like, Wednesday. Yeah, so that's gonna yeah. be interesting to see how that works because so far without Kyrie, it makes sense. Like with just KD and, and, and Harden. But now to have so him in the team, Kyrie. Let's see. We'll see what Ooh, but I mean, I think Houston did really well to get what they got in return as well, though. I think so they got, I. obviously those first those four first round picks, and they got Oof. four first round swaps. So like potentially they can swap picks with other teams who do who do worse than them. So yeah, they yeah. did okay to it to get. What, I think I don't think yeah. I don't actually think any team in this trade particularly lost necessarily. Mm. I think every team sort of got a bit better as a result of the trade. So they did they did okay. Yeah, they 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 did. I, I would I would agree with you. I mean, my thing was you know talking about kind of super teams and stuff. I'm going to take it back to, to the year 2010, man. We're taking it way back to when, obviously, yes. LeBron then decided that, you know, he was going to leave the Cavaliers to go to the to Miami Heat. And, you know, yeah. and him going there with, with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, which was just fantastic, man. He got his, he's got, he got his um, championships there, mm-hmm. which was fantastic to see. Um, yeah. I mean, in each situation, obviously... LeBron himself, that when he left, you know, the Cavaliers, it was about winning championships, which he did do with Miami Heat. Similar yeah. to, uh, a bit different to when, um, back in 2000, and I believe, doing my research on that, 
2016 when um when KD, you know, you know, oh, yeah, after yeah. losing against the Golden State, he was like, "Bun it, I'm go, I'm going to join them. Let's let's mm-hmm. do this." Do you know what I'm saying? And fair enough, he did. And what happened? They became, they literally, but that was a bit more crazier because they yeah. were winning anyway. That was like, yeah. So he just went and joined the Justice League, basically, and it made it, it made it even worse. Like, that was just nasty. That to was crazy. Keep. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, crazy. yo, this is just like, like KD dropping down shots in front of LeBron, going, you, well, you know who I am. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But now, obviously, with this, with this birth of it, my, my next question is, what do you think LeBron's thinking? Because obviously, he already did his own his own team up. He got himself, and you got AD, who is yeah, who is fantastic. And you guys, I mean. We won't discuss about the Golden State loss last night because uh, oh gosh, yeah, that was, a, that, was... that was a very, very strange <laughs> one. Um, <laughs> not sure to be honest. Do you know when when these type of games kind of come up and this sort of stuff happens? I'm always thinking in the back of my mind, yeah, I get it, but we're not at the creme de la creme yet, we're not at the playoffs, mm-hmm. but so I can allow it once or twice, a couple of times, but I don't For think sure. it's a running theme. But I think it was just maybe just a very, very off night and maybe bad decision making but um, do you think LeBron's going to be worried about you know obviously the Nets being as as, as stacked as they are mm. I think it's uh, it's an interesting prospect because last year the, the story of the league was was duos it was who has the best duo it was AD and, and LeBron it was Kawhi and Kawhi. PG yep, yep. it was it was James Harden and Westbrook it was um, who else had a duo it was um I guess like you could consider Kristaps Porzingis and Doncic. It was yeah. it was all these all these duos basically, um, and in the end it just ended up being like the best team overall. Yeah. But I think this year, yeah, we're, we're, we're going back to the time of the super teams. We've we've had it in the past. I think that first OG super team I remember was the the Boston Celtics of I think two thousand and eight maybe or two thousand nine. That's true. I didn't even those guys unreal when they when they got Ray Allen together with Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. Lord of mercy. Anything was possible at that point, so, <laughs> so they made it happen. But um, yeah, I think we're, we're going back to that time, especially if Kyrie comes back and he's even remotely good. Those three together is is a problem That's offensively a problem. for sure. Yeah. So I think LeBron is looking at it as in terms of like let's just try and get out of the West first because the West is quite stacked this year. Yeah, it is. So yeah, I've, I'm thinking that LeBron is looking at it and thinking to himself, okay, if we can, let's first of all get out of the West, worry about yeah, yeah. who we have to beat because we, we as, as you said, we just got beat by the Warriors yesterday. They're, I don't think they're a playoff team, but they they're like currently seventh seed. They're looking okay. Like mm. they're only like fifteen games in or whatever, but they look okay so far. So um, if we can come out the West, let's say it's, it's say it's us versus the Nets in the finals, then that will be very interesting to see who wins in the seven game series. That would be close. But I, knowing LeBron, I think he's ready for any challenge. I think he's yeah. like, especially if like him and AD, as long as they stay fit together, then. I don't know if they if we've I, I haven't seen enough of the Nets just yet to, to crown them champions just yet. Yeah. Even, especially even even on the East because they're the East themselves. They've There's still a lot of teams. They're, yeah, you yeah still, we're forgetting like you know the seventy sixers. You know they're looking like revitalized. You know the Celtics so, as well. Once everyone yeah. kind of comes back from Corona because they got hit exactly. Yeah, yeah. But so man, to answer your question, I think I think LeBron isn't necessarily worried too much about the East right now. Yeah. I think he's still worried about the, about what we have to get overcome in the West first. Definitely, definitely. Hey, man, you answer that. You answer that bit, bit perfectly. And yeah, that's my, that's my bit on the, the NBA before we move to the, you know, I felt like putting the the Champions League like uh, background music in, even though Champions League isn't mm. isn't just just yet. But 
My boy, we got Champions League in ages. When was the last Champions League? That's like months ago. Months ago, you know what I'm saying? But we, we found the coach, and I believe it won't be end of this month, but beginning of February. When February okay. will be back. I mean, obviously, the thing was really is, you know, how the title race has become so open now. You know, looking at the table, yeah. got Manchester United, wow, 37. Not going to lie, any Man United supporter listening to this podcast, you guys are getting very gassed. I know yeah. you're excited, oh my gosh. but the They're season does right now. not end right now. But at the same time, I thought sometimes you got to enjoy it. In- enjoy it. Yeah, I guess. Enjoy it. I'm not a sore loser. <laughs> I mean, the game against Anfield as well, I feel like... Um, do you know what? A lot of people would say, you know, we're misfiring. Yeah, we're going through a tricky patch. But I'm not madly, madly upset. And the reason mm. being is that they're still we're still creating or making chances. The problem at the moment is, is that we're not we're not taking those chances. Obviously, the front three have um, have drops. But the the question that I'm going to go on, and, and I was hinting at you before, is that you know, do Liverpool need do need do Liverpool need sufficient squad depth? Because you can see the problem was you know, and was being addressed at the beginning of the season is that by having Jota, having this second this new person in, it was given a chance to refresh the line. Yeah. Do you think that Klopp has to kind of, uh, I mean, regardless of what happens this season, but in the summer, just replenish? Because it's looking like, you know, the backups of maybe Shakiri, Origi, some of these players are just not not at that level. I mean, sometimes I look at that Man United back bench and you're looking at players like uh, uh, Cavani or, um, you know, Rashford wasn't on there. But, you know, you've got other players that you can sort of bring in to yeah. make that kind of change. and. Do you feel that Klopp will need to will need to do that? We'll need to bring in a couple more players, especially at certain back as well. Yeah, I think that's that's the thing. It's it's just depth that we're struggling with right now. I think we've had quite quite a lot of injuries, as we keep saying. But um injuries aren't obviously the be all and end all, but like that's that's kind of what's affected our season in terms of when you look at like a couple of weeks ago when we had we had Jota, we had Salah, we had Mane and Firmino all clicking in that front that front three became a front four. Ooh, that was... Um we were scoring goals for fun. But now we haven't scored in three games, <laughs> and uh, even that, that United game was like, it was one. It was like um, we had a lot of possession and we, we were making a lot of chances. But as you said, nothing was going in, um, and it was great to see Thiago have his like Anfield debut. He was just he amazing. Oh god! When Thiago man. plays, I'm just in awe of some of the passes this guy can make, oh. and even in terms of like his tracking back and he's making tackles, like he was really getting stuck in. So like I think he even he really understood the gravity of the situation. Yeah, but um. Yeah, no, but to answer your question, I think depth-wise, yeah, we definitely need some help. I think we need to buy strength in quite a few places. Um, mm. Going forward, I think, especially like with the, with the attack force, I think we might need to... I like Shakiri as a person. I don't know if he's he's the guy to like be a backup going forward. D- Divock does what he does. I know if I know when I bring on Divock Origi, he's going to give us a bit of, a, of an injection of pace, mm. maybe challenge a little bit. He's the kind of guy you bring on when the, when the other team's defence is a little bit tired. Let him come on, do a little, do a bit of a job. He might score a cheeky goal here and there. Mm. Um, and besides that, we don't like who else is really that. Minamino has hasn't really taken off just yet. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we started we started James like Jordan Henderson at, at centre back this week, like which was I thought was going to be tough, but him and him and Fabinho really did oh a job at centre back as well. So, but, but the more I'm starting to realise is we're yeah. actually really missing their presence in midfield. I think if because he has to fill in, yeah, yeah, and he's what, he's been doing that a lot this year. Like he's been running back when, especially like when these guys go forward, yeah, he has to, to run back to, to fill the holes to, in to track back. I mean, Henderson, fantastic for me. If it was in the summer, I'm definitely saying definitely bringing in two centre backs 
bringing yeah. in a goal scoring a goal scoring midfielder because you know even though Bruno Fernandes didn't do well for Man United against Anfield, I think we we do need that type of player. We do need that person who's going to chip in with goals and someone up top to again to kind of um to keep um to keep everyone when Jota comes back, he he will probably prove that. But I feel we we might not need it, but I'd probably say they're maybe fast tracking Harvey Elliott because I feel like yeah. kind of come back because you know his loan at Blackburn is going really really well. But we need competition for places. Look, this this season kind of taught me um, is that you know don't bank on it being ah uh, just okay to cover. We need mm. that that depth, and I I this is very outrageous for me to say. But the rumours that I've been hearing is the reason why Liverpool don't want to jump into the transfer window is because Van Dijk might be coming back next month or beginning Mad. of March. That man tore his ACL, didn't he? <laughs> he's because, out for a year, You know what's so weird? It, it, that's what I was thinking as well. Like, this is... But I saw some strange things. It was maybe about a month ago. There was things mm. of him kind of training and stuff. I saw and those, then for yeah. him, like... I've heard it up, but have you noticed Liverpool have been very hush hush on it? And I'm very not saying quiet. he's gonna come back, but I feel it could be a thing where it's like an end of Feb, beginning of March. So Liverpool are thinking, you know what? If that Just is, we won't. My only my only thing is that there were a lot of centre backs. You know, there's um, there's the centre back, uh, Brazilian centre back who's at uh, Real Madrid. I can't don't know how to pronounce. Oh, uh, Militao. Militao. Yeah, thank you, man. That um, he, you know, if we could learn him for six months, that would be brilliant. Tomorrow, be nice. that would have been fantastic to get tomorrow. But he looks like he's going to um, AC Milan now on a loan mm. with an option to buy um, Rudiger. I would have still even looked at that. I heard some really horrible stuff like about us maybe being <laughs> interested in Socrates or I said, God oh my forbid. gosh, gosh, no, like, no, no, no. <laughs> No, Never but I mean, that. I'm sorry. We desperate, but we ain't that hella desperate. You know? that so desperate. I, still, I, I still play Nate, Nate Phillips, you know what I'm saying? Just me, so and Reese Phillips. You know, it's it's one of those. I mean, in terms of the whole like the like title race and stuff, like just looking generally at the table, Man City mm-hmm. are the ones where you know, obviously last game beating Crystal Palace 4 0, looking very, very strong. You know, um, but at the same time, I'm not I'm not actually there thinking, oh, we're out of this. We oh, are no, no, no. 84 points, not. a point off, um, a point off, you know, Man City. Less And then obviously um, we are three points, is it three? yeah, three points off Man United. So obviously really to go, we just need to kick off now. And I think that might be done with, uh, against a game against Burnley is massive. Definitely mm-hmm. really need to get the three points. But I think I would even be happy to take even a 2-0, but just playing good football. Now it's more, not even just about the result, but it's also about playing a good game as well. Because yeah. um, as I mentioned, you know, other sides looking very strong. Still got, you still got Tottenham in there. I've still got Everton in there, funnily enough, you know, with 32 points. So yeah, this season has been a weird one because like, you know, it's been a lot of like up or down, I feel. But I wouldn't That's what it is, yeah. I'll count us out. Like, how do you think how do you think the other teams are doing personally from what you've been seeing out like in terms of the title race? Yeah, as you said, it's a wild one. Like in the space of a week, everything changes. Like this time yeah. last week we were talking, we were second, um, Leicester were like fourth or third or whatever. 
Um, and now Leicester third, City second, we're fourth. Um, United still top, unfortunately. But um, yeah, I think it's one of those ones where it's one of those seasons where things can change in an instance in like the space of a week or two. Mm-hmm. I think United look, they, they're going to be top four team this year for sure. I don't see United as champions. I don't see it yet. As a team that are champions wouldn't play the way they played against us, I don't think. Because against us, they were very, very I timid. guess, reserved. Yeah. Very timid, yeah. yeah. And, I was, and I'm thinking, it's a team that everyone's talking about as champions and everyone's going on about, especially United fans. They're gassing it right now. Super but yeah, they've, they've really given us a lot of respect and, and, and they were really timid against us. Maybe mm. because that's because they were at Anfield, I don't know. But like, if they didn't look like champions against us. To be fair, we didn't look great either. And to, fa- to be fair, to the fact that we only we only like we got a nil nil draw out of a game that we didn't even play that well in, mm. still kind of good. But I think United are a top four team. I don't know if they have it in them to go all the way. City have the momentum right now. Five mm-hmm. straight wins. They're going to be in the mix again. They probably <laughs> they'll probably be like. I wouldn't be surprised if City uh, are there up up and around in, in about it by the end of the season. Mm. Leicester, I don't see them carrying it all the way. They have a good. Like they got a good squad, and I think they've got like a good a good base with like with Vardy. Madison's playing really well. They're yeah. you know, they're actually like, they're beating right Chelsea one 0 at the moment. Yeah, so like we'll see how that goes. Anyway. Well. Yeah, we'll see how that progresses. Because <laughs> <laughs> even Chelsea themselves had like they had a great spell at the start of the season, but now turning off, they can't really buy a goal either. So mm. it's going to be interesting to see how they turn out. But I think Tottenham, as we said, Tottenham are great when they are in the front. But not chasing. I don't think Tottenham can chase, so they 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 might not be a top four team this year. I think the top four is kind of set as it is. I think it'll be these four teams. It's okay. just the order of the teams now. I think um, yeah. I can't I can't look past Liverpool. I do see us being in in, in the mix again once we once we, we sort things out. I think once things are sorted, yeah. Hey. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can see it being like a. It's going to be very close. It might. It's going to be one. It's going to be one of those seasons where it goes down to the wire, like probably the last game. Whoever wins it wins the league type situation. So that's going to be very fun and interesting to watch. But I think the top four is kind of set as it is. I don't see Everton breaking into it just yet. West Ham aren't. They don't have the depth, I don't think, to go break into it like that. Chelsea, depending on how they bounce back, they've got the players because they they spent like a lot of money. But will it come? Will it it pay off for them? I don't know just yet. But um, Tottenham are the ones going to be knocking the door, I'm sure, as well in that that fifth position. But that top four, I think, is quite quite set, especially if like keep winning games and break away from the pack as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, going on now into like obviously battle for relegation, if you look at the teams and we'll start with Newcastle, you know, they lost against um Arsenal yesterday 3-0. Um they're now 15th with 19 points. You've got Brighton 16th with 17, but they've played an extra game. Then you've got Burnley who are uh, 60 who've got 16 points, but they got two games in hand over Brighton. And then you've got Fulham on 17 with 12 points, West Brom 11 points and Sheffield United on five. You know, the biggest news was obviously before Sheffield United lost to Tottenham, um, they actually beat uh, Newcastle 1-0. And, you know, that was their first win of the season. Yeah, and we are now, good. however, you know, I mean, with in terms of Sheffield, the writing's not on the wall, but I feel like, yep, they're still... They're it still... <laughs> I feel there's hope, man. You get your one win, you can build on that. It's possible. For me, them and West Brom look most likely. However, with West Brom, you never know with, with Allardyce. He can... You big know, Sam. He, yeah. Big Sam. However, I don't think still they've got the shooting power. They've got good wingers, you know. But in terms of, you know, 
in terms of them going out and being safe. I don't know. Mm. Massive victory against Aston Villa to beat them 3-2, which definitely shocked me. But then definitely you'd probably say those two. So then if I had to pick my third, I don't know. I think it could be Burnley. Simply because, mm. do you know what? They they can get away with one as well. Fulham, I think just my edge it. Because they look like, for me, Mitrovic didn't hit the heights that I thought he would do. You know, being love love a little bit of fantasy football. And I'd always used to pick him because he'll get a little cheeky error. A little, I don't know, the goals this year for him and just Fulham in general have quite dried up anyway. Lukeman, mm-hmm. Lukeman looks like the only kind of guy who gets them going when they're doing quite when they're playing quite well. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think I'm tipping Burnley. Tipping Burnley. I've heard now. some. I've heard some Newcastle support, supporters obviously not happy. Their form's quite, quite. Their form is quite worrying as well. Lost three of the last four. You know, um, losing against people that you're fighting against as well. And Sheffield United is is, is a surprise. Yeah. Um, Wilson's goals at the start of the season were fantastic, but but look at them dried now. They've dried up since. But if you had to pick anyway, are you pretty sure to say West Brom and Sheffield United? Um, Those two for sure go down. Yeah. And who's your third? Yeah, well, definitely, well, definitely Sheffield. Um, West yeah. Brom will be an interesting one, especially because, like, let's see how these Fulham games go as well, because Fulham obviously have those two games in hand, so do Burnley, but um, West Brom are probably going down. I think of those, the teams that are, like, in the mix to go down, the Newcastles, Brighton, Burnley and Fulham, Mm. Oh, I want to say Fulham will stay up, but I don't know if, as you said, like the only thing they have going for them is, is Lookman and like Dekel Dover Reed, and yeah. they've got something a little bit going forward. But is that enough? Burnley can't really score goals right now. I think like Chris Wood doesn't really get them in. Yeah, them, yeah they, the goals have tried quite a bit, but Brighton looked okay against was it Leeds they played last Leeds they played yeah they did they looked yeah. okay against Leeds only won one nil but they, they did enough to get past Leeds mm-hmm. and Newcastle just at the moment just with their form it's looked like bad, it could it could be a slippery slope so of those teams I'd probably have to pick I'm gonna say mm. I'm gonna say Fulham just because I don't think Fulham have it in them mm-hmm. to, to stay up they they have pieces so they could it'll be between them and Burnley for sure maybe even Brighton might, might be in the mix as well mm. I think Newcastle would be safe just because um, they've been in the league for a little bit they've got some players who are tested um, I don't consider Wolverhampton to be a way of, like a relegation challenger I don't think I think they'll sort out eventually they've got too many good players they just can't score goals because their strikers like has a head injury right now so yeah well but, you're talking about Wolves there with Jimenez Wolves yeah with Jimenez yeah, so I once they figure it out they'll, they'll be fine once- again. Yeah, they'll be they'll be calm. They are touching a little bit though, and funny enough, yeah, they're, they're as well. Yeah, but, um, they're, on, they're on murky waters right now. <laughs> but they'll they'll both be fine. I think Leeds, because of the type of football they play, I don't know. I just think that will be an, enough for them. And uh-huh. as well, Crystal Palace, you never know, could be dragged in. But again, they're that side that you know, you don't know which side turns up. But they got mm-hmm. enough like in them to 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 just about stay up. And I think just with Zaha and Eze just performing the way they do. Eze, yeah, that'd be fine. don't want to be harsh to you, Crystal Palace fans. Uh, if he continues performing the way he's been doing, it, 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 won't, be be, it, it won't be long before he'll probably get a move as well. With Zaha, is that a tricky stage that he is? Because, I mean, you're hitting 28. Do people want to be lavishing 50 or 60 mil on you? I'm not exactly. sure. Could be an interesting one. But, um, yeah. yeah, that's the roundup. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for for listening to the aggregate score. Um, 
I want to say like each week I'm kind of wanting to throw something different in and this week is you know my goal of the week and I want to give that the goal of the week to Endom Endombele I mean against Sheffield United if you see the lob it is you should watch that goal it's fantastic mate so he's out on the left he kind of stretches out a leg it's beautiful. This is going from the guy that um, Mourinho was trying to get him to do extra running in lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic story. So that's my that's my goal of the week. And we'll keep goal of the week um, coming through anyway. Uh, actually, funny enough, we might have a guest on for next week. But um, nice. I'll let you guys all know. I'll let you guys all know. But um, thanks for listening. Sick, sick. Um, from me, Elijah, and I uh, take care. Have a good week and join us uh, next week. All right. Peace. Bye.